The biggest thing that you have to realize is you have to be patient. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Connected Coffee Chats podcast. During each episode, I'll be bringing you insightful topics, raw, honest, and meaningful conversations. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you've enjoyed this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Connected Coffee Chats podcast. What's up? How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? We're currently, I believe, in second week of January or third week. Damn, I don't even know. Let me check my phone quickly here. So we're in the third-ish week of January. Yeah, we're in the third week. It's been two weeks so far, over two weeks actually so far. And in this week's podcast episode, um, I decided to bring a really, really great friend of mine onto the podcast. His name is David Ramage. Um, and we, the funny thing was we actually met up last year, the end of last year, and he was telling me about how he's wanted to kind of start his own like podcast show, YouTube, and I was kind of giving him like chit-chatting with him about that and how he needs to just begin and start and get it like like just do the damn thing and so um he told me his story as well about how he was able to pay off over fifty seven thousand dollars um in student loans in under two years and my jaw dropped because i was like okay what the fuck i need to bring you on the podcast because like you obviously have a story to share and you can impact other people with this story so yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to get into this week's podcast episode. It was such a good one. And <laughs> I'd say probably this podcast episode is one of my favorites that I've done. Um, It doesn't even sound like an interview. I feel like it's just more so like two friends chit-chatting. Um, We laugh a lot during this podcast episode, but this is just how we are. And if you guys are like, oh, Yanni, you seem extra giggly. Dave just makes me giggly. And like, I just vibe with him on another freaking level. So yeah also i wanted to let you guys know that if you haven't signed up for my upcoming masterclass, which is happening on the 19th of this month i will leave the link to the masterclass in the show notes um this master class is gonna be all about how to be confident in yourself in 2020 because it's 2020 like you know it's time to break up with your fears it's time to break up with all the other things that are holding you back so in this master class i will be deep diving teaching coaching you on how to be confident in yourself in 2020 so be sure to sign up or send me a message um, on the podcast instagram page or my personal instagram page if you have any more questions and let's get right into the podcast episode what's going on you know just out here in the office, home office slash studio, recording with you. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So anyways, okay, yeah. about me. Yeah, tell me. I'm tell, Dave. Yeah, tell them about yourself, how I'm we know Dave. each other. Yeah. I'm an HR professional. Hey! Doing my thing. Send him your resume. You know what I'm saying? Can you help me understand? You know? <laughs> capital investigations, capital payroll. Hey. Are you stealing? Hmm? Are you stealing from the workplace? <laughs> Dave's gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I know you from university. Mm-hmm. We met in university. Mm-hmm. Good times. I met you uh, after one night out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go out anymore, but... And then we became... Uh, what? Our relationship spurred 
due to mutual acquaintances. People are going to be like, they're high. Like, they're yeah. high. Our, our relationships We're actually not. This is just how we are. So our relationships were through our mutual acquaintance. Yeah. Who won't be named at this point. No, he won't be because that was in the past. Yeah, you said he, yeah? <laughs> you already exposed yourself. You know what? It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. And then over time, yeah, we just continued keeping on. <laughs> Dang. Yo, I'm so <laughs> Yo, it's kind of different having a microphone. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. This whole entire vibe with the microphone thing is really different. But that's okay. okay. <laughs> You know, honestly, your whole podcast is like a different vibe. Like, is this your first time on a yes, podcast? Oh, yes, I used to just talk. Yeah. <laughs> but now you have a mic, you're shy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's it's the same thing. Just I know. Think, like me and you are going for coffee. But yeah, you know my personality type. I I'm know. a loud, expressive guy, but I don't show much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's 2020. I know, it's time to be loud Let and it proud. Out. You know what I'm saying? Deep 2020 breath, vision. Deep breath in. Belly breathing, (laughs) right from the belly, not the chest breathing. (laughs) Yo, so T, what's going on? Yeti. Yummy, 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 um, and I know you guys probably might have listened to other podcast episodes with some people I've brought on and you're like, oh, wow, you seem really different on this one. But that's just because Dave is just a lit time and he just brings out this side of me. Like, Dave is just a fucking chill time. And like, if you know, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, uh-huh. even like when, when me and you hang out and Josh is there, he just shakes his head and he's like, oh, yeah, so <laughs> we're spot. just laughing. Fast <laughs> Fultang. Shout out to Fultang. We love you. But yeah, I wanted to bring Dave on to the podcast um, to just kind of give you guys some insights. And we're just going to chit-chat. I don't have like a specific plan. I kind of do, but I don't. At the same time, I sometimes just like the podcast to just flow. Whatever needs to come out will come out. Just trust that divine guidance, right? Okay. Okay, proper. (laughs) Proper. (laughs) Dave. People are going to think we're high. Yeah, people are going to think, yeah, these people mm-hmm. are crazy. They're like, what podcast is this? They just keep laughing and yeah, laughing. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. No, but for real. So, Dave, so tell us about what has life been like after university, actually? So, what does that look like for you? Did you um, go after what you studied? Um, what has that looked like for you? And what are some advice, um, yeah, per se, you'd want to give people on your journey so far? So I think for myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo, money me look. Yo, to be honest with you, like post university, mm-hmm. what's been really cool is I've been able to work in my field. So like, that's amazing. I studied management at the U of L, but what was crazy though is that like I got a job. Yeah, he did. It was so I got my last exam was on a Saturday and I worked did my you, first job on Monday. 
So That's two days after so my last good. exam. Okay. So I was hired right out of university. Okay, let's talk about that because most people don't seem to find a job for in HR. Because yeah. you took HR. I did. And minored in supply chain, right? 100%. Okay, guys, me and Dave actually, we took the same yeah, thing. We, we studied the same thing. He got a job right away. I kind of took a different path. I got a job, I'd say, fairly quickly too. And under, like, under six months, I mm-hmm. was like work, working in a non-profit. You know what, guys? It's late right now. It's actually my bedtime. Like, yeah. right now, my ass is in the shower, getting ready for bed. Yeah. But um, I worked for a non for profit um, organization. But how did you land a job so quickly? Okay, yo, so there's a few things you got to do. You got to recognize, for me at least, in my situation, you have to look at there's a number, a new yo I can't speak this whole entire podcast I know, I know messed up. I, like, yo, that's what I'm saying yo I, I caught whatever you whatever you had I caught you yo I'm telling you right now it's just for myself what I realized was is that employers are looking for something different because you have to realize mm. when you're graduating from U of L or U of C or U of A or States or Bow Valley or whatever institution you go to there's a ton of competition for a few roles so what are you doing that's different so, for example, with myself, I did a few case competitions at university. Mm, right. I assisted in starting a club at university. And then I also did a co-op through university. But then, you have to kind of market yourself. Can you explain different... what co-op means? If people are like, I don't know what co-op is. If they're not yeah. from Canada. Yeah. So, I did this program. So, during university, I was able to work for um, a local employer. So, I was able to work for a nursing home in an HR capacity. And at first, I was like, where am I working? Like, what is this role? But then I realized it actually gave me some tangible skills. So, then I was actually able to really develop my skill set. So, like... Not only my soft skills, so how I speak, my emotional intelligence, so on and so forth, but even little things like how do you use Microsoft Outlook? Like how are you sending an email every day? Oh, like yeah. it seems like it's a different vibe when you're emailing your professor or you're emailing your friends, but then when you're at work and it's like you have to say, hello, Jane, comma, one space, um, as discussed, <laughs> as per our discussion, comma. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That whole entire vibe is different. So yeah. I was able to learn that at a really, I don't know, just... At an early age, in an environment that was safe for me. Yeah. But I was happy to do that. But then after doing that, right, um, I was able just to just find this opportunity. So what happened was I started my job search in November, and I graduated from university in April. So I started my job search nearly five, I guess, five-ish months before. Yeah. And I was applying like crazy. So I saw this opportunity, and so one that I actually got into, I actually applied to it in February. And then, you know, you have to think from an employer's standpoint. It's like they have a few weeks. You know, they're going to be vetting resumes for a few weeks. So then I applied in February. Okay, mid-March, they're probably going to get back to me for an interview. So if you think of the process, like February might seem like a far long time away. But if you're looking for March, like end of March, early April, it's definitely doable. Mm-hmm. So what happened for me was is in February when I applied, not only did I apply, I'm like, how am I going to look different? So I actually ended up calling them. So I called. Oh, yeah, okay. so, so I called them and I'm like, hey, um... I just want to talk to someone in the HR department. So then at first, I remember the first time too, I like called them and they're like, there's a lot of people who work in HR here. When you know who, yeah, <laughs> when like you know specific. who, yeah, when yeah. you know who, call back. And they oh. hung up on me. Oh, dad, they yeah, hung up so, on you. They didn't even try and help you. Yeah. So I tried again two days later and I was like, can I speak to someone in HR? So I talked to someone and I was like, hey, I'm just curious about this HR administrator position that I saw. And they're like, Okay. Oh, like they were like why are you calling you know what I mean like did you not read the job posting yeah but, so I came in there and the thing is I already searched up a little bit about the you, organization so when you said you came in there you went there in person oh excuse me I called them oh you called so them so when okay. I called them I was like okay 
you, I did a little bit of research of the organization, a little bit of research of the role. Yeah. And again, I already had my prior experience from the nursing home where I had, so again, that tangible skill that I right. already developed. Yeah. So I was able to ask a few questions like, hey, does this role include X, Y, Z? Or does this role include da, 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 da? And they're like, yeah, it actually does. And then I'd say, and again, this is all kind of prepped in the background, but I'd say something like, oh, you know, I love that type of experience because when I worked here, I was able to do this. And as outlined on my resume, I did that here. And I'd love to talk to you more about that face-to-face. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my email address. Send me a resume directly. Oh. So I was able to get my resume in front of, out of a the recruiter. Pile. Exactly. Yeah. Out of the pile rather than having it with another 200 yeah. online. Yeah. So I was able to do that. And I ended up getting the role. So I interviewed for the role. And I ended up getting it. So... My last exam again was on Saturday. I started the job on a Monday and that was it. Damn, that's so bliss. Yeah. That is actually so bliss. So Dave just dropped a whole bunch of knowledge bombs on there. So like what you did to make yourself stand out was obviously doing the Mm co-op and um, case competition and things like that. But I think also you taking that step of like calling and then like being like i've done this here i think that's such a good idea too that's actually such a great idea because most people don't right they'll apply for a job and wait on them to call them right and like they're like well they can just look at my resume and if they want like most people don't call to follow up and i think that's something i also did when i was looking for a job in calgary was i applied i knew i had a friend that worked there Mm -hmm. and i told my friend go talk to your boss right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) go talk to your boss tell her about my resume Mm -hmm. i'm getting this job Mm -hmm. so that's really really interesting so that's actually amazing like fucking dope like you got a job right away like that is literally unheard of especially like most graduates don't even they end up not working in their field right Mm -hmm. away or they have to wait like a year or a year and a half or yeah um and the big thing to say too is my grades didn't matter right it's not like my employer looked at my grades yeah it's not like my employer looked at my grades my employer really looked at my experiences Mm. and my employer looked at my skill set so, like, my advice for anyone is, let's say you're still in university or college, take courses that enhance your skill set. Mm-hmm. Take a public speaking course. Also, like, other things that will, that you think will be useful for you while you're in the working Exactly. In the space. working world. Yeah. Irrespective if you get a C plus. Yeah. Versus an A minus. <laughs> yeah. Because you can take all the classes of an A minus yeah. that have no relevancy to your future career, and that won't help you. All yeah. that helps you on is makes your transcript nice. And outside of university, your transcript doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no one's actually ever asked me. Unless, like, if I go to apply to a different school, yeah. But they don't. Nobody is actually. Exactly. And, like, let's be realistic. If you have a nice resume and you apply to university for a program, you're going to get into university more often than not. Okay, unless you're applying to, like, a Harvard. Yeah, like you're. If you're applying to some school for a master's program. Yeah. For master's of social work and you have nine years social work experience. Yeah. And maybe you have a 2.9 and the person has no social work experience at 3.0, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic about it. Yeah. So just recognize, do what you've got to do to be able to get yourself experience that can get you in front of the pack. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are some great tips. You guys might also want to grab a pen and paper as well and take some notes or just chill out and enjoy the episode. Um, I feel like ours is pretty like chilled out vibes. It's not super serious, mm-hmm. but I went out for full with Dave and we were like chit chatting, catching up with each other, you know, back in 2019 before the year ended back in 2019, we met up and we went out for full and Dave was telling me how 
he had brought his student loans down from $50,000, am I right? 57, yeah. $57,000, $57, Canadian, right? Canadian. Canadian, we have to put Cad. that in. C-A-D. <laughs> from 57000 to, like, now you're almost done paying it yeah, off. In how many years? Two and a half. How did you do that? Because most people spend, like, a good chunk of their time paying that back. Give us, like, the... How did you do that? Yo, what yo, did you do? Yo, what, yo. Was, what was your mindset yo, at? Like, yo. what? Like, yo, how do yo. people do that too? How do people do that too? Because like, the more debt free you are, the more you have money to do other things you'd love to do. So, what? How did you let? First of all, okay, so you got that job. You yo, know, money's coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm. How? How did this start? What mindset did you have? What was your thinking back then? And yeah, how did you make it happen? So. When I graduated from university, I had fifty-seven thousand dollars in student loan debt. Unfortunately, I was not given a position in my life where I was able to, you know, have my education paid for. So I said, I'm going to take this into my own hands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for my own university. And mm-hmm. then I said, okay, now I have to pay it back. So what happened was, outside of university, um, when I first graduated, I felt nice as getting my first couple paychecks. Hey. And then I looked at my first student loan payment, <laughs> and it said, hey, hi. Uh, <laughs> I said, no hello. Up in your inbox. Hi. I said, hi. I said, what's up? I said, I'm $600. <laughs> so my student loan payment, my first student loan payment was actually $600. And that was the like minimum bi-weekly payment. weekly or a month? So a month. Every oh, month wow. I had to pay 600 bucks. That's a cute chunk of change. But what's crazy is, is $600 was the minimum payment. So that's broken down. The amortization period or like the amount of time I got to pay it yeah. is 10 years. So oh, it's $600 okay. every single month over a 10-year period. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. So I looked at my life and I said, all right, what if I had a car? Let's, let's say I had a car payment. Yeah. Let's say I had a rent payment. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I, I got myself a little apartment mm-hmm. for 1100 a month. Mm-hmm. And then I had a $600 a like, month student loan payment. You didn't add food. Food's, food's no. a huge chunk of change. Exactly, yeah. I had to cook. Yeah. So- <laughs> But so, for real, like... I was like, this is a lot of money. So I told myself, I'm like, how am I going to pay off this amount of money? Like, I honestly don't know. This is insane. Yeah. So... Were you panicking? Were you like... I was. Yeah. I was. So I started looking into debt repayment solutions, and I uh, found this page called Dave Ramsey. Have you heard oh, of it? Oh, Dave... Yeah, I've heard of Dave, Dave Ramsey. So I started watching a lot of Dave Ramsey videos, and it started becoming really inspiring. So I got into this, this vibe called the Debt Snowball. And essentially, you take all your debts I've heard of that. Yeah. from smallest to largest, mm-hmm. and you pay it off. Okay. So, for example, now let's be straight up with you. At the time, I had a past partner. I owed him 900 My first student loan was 18000 My second student loan was 38000 Okay. And, like, there's some change in there, too. Yeah. So I said, all right, what do I got to do? So, bomb, paid off the 900 bucks. Yeah. After you pay off the 900 bucks, then you start paying away at the 18000 Mm-hmm. So I started shipping right the eighteen thousand. So making... you started small, and um, then like chipped away exactly. at the bigger one. Exactly. Is that a Dave, Dave Ramsey theory exactly. or like? That is a Dave Ramsey. Theory. Okay, I came straight from Dave Ramsey. Okay, so I started paying off the nine hundred. So I think what happened was I sent it over in like two checks, like four fifty, four fifty. Okay, and then I was still making a minimum payment, so I was still making the six hundred. Yeah, plus four fifty, four fifty. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I paid like 1400 or some dollars that month. Yeah. So then, on top of that, 
I then had to, like, you kind of have to hustle, and you're like, all right, how am I going to get this done? Yeah. So I started making extra payments on the $18,000 loan while also paying the $38,000 loan. Okay, okay. So my minimum payment, if I'm being really specific, my minimum payment for my my, uh, $38,000 loan was $433. Yeah. And then my Alberta loan, so my provincial loan, Mm -hmm. the $18,000 loan was $167. Okay. So I started, like, chipping away at the fourth, like, I'd make the $433 payment. Yeah. And then the one that was $167, I'd put extra money in. So but that's five hundred, so six hundred. Oh, and just like top it off that and way. Just keep okay. Going. Yeah. So then I kept doing that and I felt like I had like some decent success, whatever. Yeah. But I felt like it was being a little slow. So I started really analyzing my spending and I said, Yeah. All right, let me look at a few things that I'm doing. So I noticed that every single weekend on Fridays and Saturdays I was going out. So when you looked at that, were you looking at your bank account or your bank state? Like yeah. what? Yeah. So I was looking at my bank account. Okay. So I was looking at just all my spending for the month because okay. I don't use cash. I use card for everything. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't yeah. use cash. But the yeah. thing is, is people hate on cash, but at the same time, at least when you use a card, you're able to you analyze know. everything. The numbers are there. It's These there. people are like, bum. It's there. Bum. Done. The minute bum. you tap, you'll see it on there. Next thing you know, you just put your $5 in the vending yeah. machine. You say, what happens to that? <laughs> right? Literally, yeah. So, like, the thing is, is I just took the money and I'm like, all right, what am I, do- what do I see? At- what patterns am I analyzing in myself? Mm-hmm. I noticed every Friday and Saturday I was going out. So I would easily spend 150 bucks on a Saturday or 150, sorry, 150 bucks on a weekend. Mm. So what I said was, is, all right, let me just chill out a little bit on actually spending every single weekend. So I told myself, all right, what I can notice is I'm spending 75 bucks on Friday, 75 bucks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I cut back on one of the days. Okay, so you started off slow and took off, or just said, okay, Fridays, I'm not going to go out yeah. as much on Friday. Okay, so you yeah. didn't completely just, like, cut no, yourself I didn't cut off. myself off. Good, okay. So I said, all right, $75. But what I did was, even though mentally I wasn't going out. Yeah. I, sorry, even though I, like, physically wasn't going out. Yeah. I mentally still spent the money. When I mean I mentally still spent it, I took the $75 mm-hmm. and I put it against my student loan. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? Out. Yo, at first, yeah. I was like, okay, this doesn't do anything for me. This is yeah. foolishness. Why am I doing this? It's just when $75 be, when it's 50-something thousand dollars. Like, what is that? Like, you know what I mean? I could be yeah. out right now enjoying my life, not crying <laughs> on my loan. What do you mean? Not watch Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so Money me on the so I was like, let me just take my seventy five dollars. So I was yeah. trying, what I started doing was I started transferring seventy five dollars. I don't think I did it every week. I think I did it every two weeks. Okay. To start, and then yeah. I started transferring seventy five dollars on top of my payment. Okay. So then I was like, all right. So I started transferring seventy five dollars, but then after a while, you get in the habit of not going out like a few times a week. Oh, so you built. It started to be a habit where you knew, like, okay, I yeah, don't so go out fine. on these days. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then what I also noticed was. Was every single morning, mm-hmm. right? So by my work, there was a Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and they used to have. I used to get coffee every morning from Seven Eleven, and I yeah. used to mix it with hot chocolate. It yeah, was nice. mocha. Yeah, man, it was nice. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is I was spending two dollars and ten cents on a coffee every single day. Yeah. So what I did was, this is another little piece, was that instead of spending the two dollars and ten cents on a coffee every day, mm-hmm. I took that money and said, okay, give or take, it's ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So instead of buying coffee every single day, mm-hmm. I bought a thing of instant coffee, like a little tin of instant coffee from Walmart for like three or four bucks. Yeah. And I took that ten dollars, still mentally spent it, yeah. and transferred it against my student loan. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, if you yeah. look at it, right, if I'm transferring this money, mm-hmm. I'm spending forty dollars a month 
on coffee, yeah. but instead now it's going against my student loan. Yeah. On top of that too, that's yeah. $150 yeah. from that I was supposed to be going out with. Yeah. Do the math, that's $190 extra on top of the $600 that I'm paying. Sick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you do the math in 12 months period, I don't really know, but that's like $2,200 $200. extra. Boom. Yeah. So when you think about an $18,000 loan, yeah. that's over 10%. Yeah. That's like 12 to 13% of my loan. Yeah. In a single Gone. year from just additional, from, from spending that I'm already mentally making. Yeah. So I'm not really changing much about it, but I'm like, bam, 10% is already gone. Mm-hmm. So then another thing too, because in the province that we live in, mm-hmm. you get tax credits. Like the federal government will provide tax credits for you taking uh, tuition. So when you go get tuition, they'll give you tax credits. It's called like a T2202A form. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. long story yeah. short, they yeah. give you money. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... All my tax returns, like your first few years at university. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, I know what you're talking you get about. Get the funds back. Yeah. yeah. But the way I saw it was like that. Those tax returns. Yeah. I could spend it on myself. Yeah. Or I could just act like I don't have the money at all and just put it against and my just student. Just put it away. Yeah. Next thing you know, like with this same mindset, mm-hmm. in just over a year, I paid off eighteen thousand. Damn. Because I was like, anytime I had a little bit of extra change, it was bump, going back in, into your payments. Yeah. Because the thing is, is I looked at it too, right? Like any little area where I had spending, I was like, you know, I started going to the gym. I felt nice. Mm-hmm. I'm exercising. You were taking care of yourself. Taking care of myself. Yeah. And then that fell off. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, yo, take that same money and just act like I'm spending it, put it against my student loan. Put it, yeah. So then I just took it and put it against my student loan. And the next thing you know, at one point, I think I had like 400 and some dollars against my student loan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is actually perfect. Because mm-hmm. I'm mentally spending all the money. Yeah. And don't get it twisted though. It's kind of it's kind of difficult because at times you're like, you're um, you look at your life and you're like, there's so many like things that I enjoy that I'm not doing mm-hmm. to sacrifice for my student loan. Mm-hmm. But Dave Ramsey says you have to live like no one else so you can live like no one, no else. one else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started doing that and then it really started to help. And then one day I think I was like. A year and some in. Mm-hmm. I paid off my provincial loan and I was so happy. I paid off $18,000. Did you go out it. and celebrate? Did you yes, do something? I Good. Did myself. Good. That day at work, I came into work. Everyone's like, what's your deal? I'm like, yo, listen, let me tell you something. I paid off my student, one of my student loans. Huh? Yeah. That whole entire day, I had to stay in the filing room just putting papers in files. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing no work. Yeah. I Write me up. Good. Yeah, write me up. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. So, one thing that I did was I paid off my student loan. And again, going back to the debt snowball we talked about with the Dave, the Dave Ramsey method. Mm-hmm. Now, because I want, I had like $433 for my big loan and $167 for my small loan. Yeah. Plus all these additional payments I was making. Yeah. What I noticed was all that money now, mm-hmm. I could then put into my loan that was $433. Mm-hmm. So I just spent the same just, amount of money. But you were throwing it at the bigger at amount. At the bigger loan. Yeah. So something that I noticed was, is that I had... Um, a daily interest charge. So if you go on your federal loan website, like mm-hmm. it depending on, you know, your jurisdiction, but in like you have a federal loan, so a Canadian government loan. Yeah. When you look at it, you get a daily interest charge. So they charge you interest every day? So you can calculate your interest to the day. Oh, okay. So you can see exactly how much interest you're getting charged every single day. Oh, okay, okay. So I looked at it and my interest charge for my big loan, the thirty eight thousand dollar loan, yeah. was five dollars and thirty one cents every single day. That's mad. So when you take it in so five times five and like yeah exactly that's mad so you that's do over the math. 60 that's over seven like seven close to 70 dollars yeah, it's a lot and, man yeah so when you do the math right i did the math and i'm like cuss my thing i, I can't remember the exact total but it was like 30 30 times five mm-hmm. like five and change mine mm-hmm. was like 167 168 dollars yeah and i told myself yo 
I have to sacrifice. So I took the $168 mm-hmm. from that yeah. and I transferred it towards my student loan. Yeah. So every single month, I said, I don't care. I have to sacrifice. So if that means I can't go out, if that means I can't get a pair of shoes, if that means whatever, I'm going to take that daily interest charge mm-hmm. times by 31. So let's say your daily interest charge is $2. You times that by 31, 62 bucks. Mm-hmm. You're going to transfer $62 against your student loan every single month. Mm-hmm. So whenever you make a payment, yeah. it doesn't face any interest. Yeah. Did the you money set that up you like take, go against principal. Did you set up automatic like payments so you it was yeah. like doing it and you didn't have to feel like I have to do this? Yeah. Okay. I did. So like no joke, I set up so many automatic payments. That's good. That's also a really great tip because then you don't have to think about it and it's already just done. It comes out. Because the thing is, is you have to take this in. When you go out with friends, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you go to the liquor store. You buy a bottle of alcohol. Mm-hmm. You can easily spend 32 33 bucks. Yeah, no problem. easily. So how about instead of going out or how about instead of spending that piece, mm-hmm. you, you just take the 32 bucks and put it, and put it towards your student loan? Yeah. Or how about you say... You know what? Instead of going for coffee at a coffee shop with my friend, I'll invite my friend over for coffee. Mm. And we'll just have a little coffee between the two of us. Yeah. Take that same $12 you spent at at the coffee shop, put it towards your student loan. Yeah. Mentally spend the money, but put it towards something good. Yeah. So, like, if you continue continue to have that mindset, next thing you know, it's like, you look at your loan and you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. it's almost gone. It's almost gone, yeah. So now, with my daily interest charge, my daily interest charge that I was talking about earlier is nominal. Yeah. My minimum payment went from $433. Today, it's only 62 Oh, wow. But That's the so same, good. The thing is, is now, with my minimum payment, it's yeah. not like I've stopped. It's not like I've stopped my process or no. stopped my, my, yeah. my hustle, right? Yeah. So, like, you just have to continue on. You got to continue on. You got to continue on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, right now, as we're talking, I'm, like, going through my phone so I can, like, tell you all the different payments I have. He is. He's so about like, to drop the bombs. So, the like... Deets. Today, January 14th, Yeah, I have $10 coming against my student loan. I can show you. Yeah. And then I have to January 15th, mm-hmm. $173.91. That was my initial daily interest charge. Yeah. The five whatever yeah. times 31. $173.91. I yeah. still make that payment every single, every single month. Mm-hmm. I have $50 coming off every single week. I have $15 coming off every single week, $75 coming off every week, so and additional $30 amount, coming off every week. all that you're just making automatic payments that come out. Automatic, automatic payments. payments that come out. That's automatic such payments. a smart idea. Because if you think about it, let's say you, when you're going to the grocery store, you're yeah. like, okay, maybe I get no-name stuff yeah. rather than buying brand-name items. Yeah. And let's say you save $15, $20. Take yeah. that $15 or $20 and apply it against your student so, loan. Yeah. So for me, again... When you do the math on all the different automatic payments that mm-hmm. I have coming off, mm-hmm. I have nearly $400 in automatic payments coming off every month. Plus, I'm still making my student loan payment every single month. Yeah. So, I haven't stopped paying that $433 minimum payment. Yeah. On top of it, all these minimum, other all payments. these other payments I have going on too. Yeah. On top of that, when I have a little bit of extra money, I'll put it against my student loan as well. Yeah. So, it's like some people are foreclosing, not foreclosing. Some people aren't making their payments whatsoever on their student loan. And mm-hmm. I can comfortably say... That my student loan will be paid off in 2020. Yeah, and you did that in what, two years? Yeah. Like, that is so crazy. So, at the time, when you just graduated, did you think this was possible? Or you'd be able to? Never, ever in a million years. And let me tell you, I'm not out here making $100,000 a year. Right? Like, I'm not making tons of money. I'm making... Being honest. I'm being honest. (laughs) Yeah. I have... An average salary. Mm-hmm. I have an average, average salary. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is I had to make smart choices and I did have to sacrifice. Mm. So what does that mean? That means I don't go out often. Mm-hmm. That also means I don't buy the nicest clothes that I can. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have to live like no one else so I can live, live like, like no nobody, else. nobody else. That's you such a good saying? quote. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like at the end of the day, I know for a fact my debt will be gone. Mm -hmm. But when my debt's gone, that same $600 a month I was telling you about, when I'm talking $1,100 in rent, now it's that same student loan plus 500 bucks. And that's it. Yeah. Rather than $1,700 to live. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just a little bit of grind now to help me out later. That's, yeah, that's literally such a great idea. Like, yeah, that is like, he just gave me so many tips right now that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I need to, because... I usually don't set up automatic payments. I just, like, pay for it. Like, whereas, like, if I set that up, then I know, okay, money's already just, like, going. I don't have to worry or, like, forget and be like, oh, I haven't set that. I need to pay this. Yeah. Now I'm going to get charged interest or whatever. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. How much you spend at the grocery store? Honestly, because usually I shop for one. Uh-huh. Um, I'd say about like 60 bucks Okay. a week. 60 bucks a week, yeah. right? Okay, so how much of that can you trim away? Can you spend 45 Yeah, I could. You could, right? Yeah. All right, so let's say you spent 45 and maybe instead of buying the brand name Arugula, <laughs> <laughs> you buy like a cheaper Arugula. Yeah. Or let's say maybe you buy a more club pack size thing. Yeah. Save. Yeah. Or you buy no name brand detergent. Yeah. That $15, what if you put it against your debt? That works too. No, but like, it sounds nominal, right? $15? Yeah. yeah. That sounds really nominal. But when you do the math, in a in a year, that's $780. That's gone towards, towards like paying your, a debt. Exactly. Yeah. So think of your credit card bill. If you took that same 15 bucks and, and that, put it towards every week, yeah, that's $780. Yeah. I know I could definitely cut back on like my guilty pleasure is... Going to coffee shops. Because um, <laughs> I just love it. Like, I'm like, you know what? Let's switch up working from home and go to a coffee shop. Uh-huh. But I have coffee. Like, I have all brands of coffee. I have mushroom coffee. I have everything. Like, 100%. I have a coffee maker. So I could definitely live right now uh-huh. than what you said. Live. You have to live like nobody else to live like... No, so, no, so, so nobody you can else. live exactly. Yeah, so I could definitely go back, cut there a little bit. And what else could I cut back? I mean, I am cutting back to a little bit on like my living expenses because uh-huh. I was like, okay, baby girl, like, uh-huh. do you really need a two bedroom right now and two bathrooms? Like, yeah. no, I don't, right? And yeah. so that's like a good chunk of change. Like, I'm saving there too. So that's also a really, really great idea. Yeah, and see, little things like going to a coffee shop, it's not saying you can't. Yeah. Right? It's just sitting and saying, okay, do I need to have a croissant and my drink? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I get hungry. The brain needs food. But the thing is, is sometimes, right, I understand sometimes we get so- we get sold the experience yeah. or the ambiance. Yeah. You go and you're like, I really like the vibe of this coffee Yeah, shop. or even sometimes after being there for an hour or two, your body gets hungry. 100%. Whereas, like, there's food at home. There's food in the fridge. 100%. <laughs> like, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But on top of it, when you go, yeah. what if you have a tea instead of getting a full-fledged coffee? Or what if you True. get a drip coffee yeah. that costs you three eighty instead of getting a latte for six-something? Yeah. It sounds really frugal. It sounds like it, you're like... It, yeah. Super fru- but some of those decisions or some of those choices... Affect later If you're on. going to a coffee shop three times a week and you're spending 10 bucks, it's $520 that's, in a year. That's... Yeah. And I think when you put it that way, like, in the moment, it doesn't seem like it's a lot. Because no, you're like, oh, it's just like six bucks like it's not like i'm spending a hundred dollars or something right but that is true it does add up like even just recently i got my insurance um reduced like they Mm -hmm. were like oh you didn't like we'll reduce it back for you and Mm -hmm. it was like 
it, it like they reduced it by I want to say 40 bucks or something like that and then I did the math and I was like that's a good chunk of change like yeah, I'm saving that now I can use that money towards something else or use it towards a different like use so that makes so much sense right now like 100%. yeah so if you think about this right like let's say for example if you had a fifty thousand dollar student loan and mm-hmm. you made a decision just like that mm-hmm. if you, in your case if you were saving forty dollars a month mm-hmm. in a year that's four hundred and eighty dollars that's going and your right? four hundred and eighty dollars like you owe that less you know what i'm saying that's yeah. less yeah but now if you do the math yeah. let's say over a 10 year period the, the term of your loan so let's say you make it a minimum payment, but mm-hmm. you make that little, little piece. Mm-hmm. In 10 years' time, you have nearly $5,000 that you've paid against your student loan, mm-hmm. additionally on top of your payment. Mm-hmm. It sounds so small and it sounds so nominal, but that's nearly 10% of your loan on a $50,000 loan. Yeah. So like, it's little, little changes and little sacrifices that really do it all. Yeah, that's such a... That's such a great idea. And I know, like, a lot of people, like I said, have, like, student loans, and it seems overwhelming, and they're like, I'm stuck with this, or, like... I have to pay for this forever. But I think it's so important what you said is like looking at your spending habits, right? Going into your bank account and being like, okay, Dave likes to go out every weekend mm-hmm. and that this is however much money I'm spending. Can I taper back on that? Is that mm-hmm. necessary, mm-hmm. right? Like, And you didn't like stop it completely. Mm-mm. You gave yourself that one day. You're like, okay, on Fridays, we won't do Fridays. We'll pick the other day to go out kind of exactly. thing. And then that money is still being spent, but it's spent towards your... Um, your loan, the exactly. amount that you're owing, right? And so that's helping you repay um, the money that way. Exactly. So, wow. That's so incredible. Two years, over fi- over 57. But, 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 but. Literally, Yo, yeah. So you. what do you, once you have that all paid off, what do you plan to do? Yo, I have no idea. To be honest <laughs> with you, I have no idea what I want to do. So I have, I have little thoughts like, I've considered, do I buy a house? Mm. Do I start investing? Mm-hmm. Do I start looking at other things? Do I start, do I have the same mindset? Mm-hmm. Do I put my money into different vehicles so my money starts growing? Mm-hmm. What do I do? And I'll be frank with you, yeah. I'm not sure. At this point in my life, I'm not sure. Do I yeah. go back to school? Mm. Right? But yeah. then it's not, it kind of feels like I'm starting a square one again with yeah. my finances. Yeah. And I, I sit and consider like all these different options, and it's like, I'm not sure. Let's yeah. see where life where life goes, right? That's so fair. You know, speaking of all these sacrifices, my car has duct tape on the on the mirror. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a little bit of an upgrade that I need to make. But yeah. I told myself, I have to make that sacrifice and not get a newer car because yeah. I want to pay my student loan. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to get a car? You could have gotten a newer car and have a nice car. But exactly. But that, that extends the amount of time and interest exactly. left on your loan. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's little pieces like that where I sit and say, okay, what's next? You know, I've always had a big thing for property. I really like that. Mm-hmm. You know, do I start something like that? Do I start looking at rentals? Like, what does that mean for me, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I'm saying this yeah. with, without a real, I don't know, without really knowing, right? Mm-hmm. But these are different thoughts that I have. Like, the goal right now is to, after you've paid, a, like, um, the amount off, then you'll start to focus on exactly. what Dave pieces. wants to do exactly. next. Exactly, exactly. Wow, that's so amazing. And guys, like Dave is here to show you like it is possible, it is doable. You might have to sacrifice a little bit right now. Um and you don't like he said, like he he's not here making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like 
So it is possible, it is doable, it just takes some time for you to self-reflect, look at your bank account, look at the numbers, and see. And guys, like I'm not just speaking for to you, like I'm telling myself this as well, so keep, keep that in mind. Like I'm taking tips, I'm taking notes as well from this podcast episode. Um, so yeah, any other advice that you want to give people, um, yeah, in terms of like life after university, student loans, like any other tips, um, that you want to drop? The biggest thing that you have to realize is you have to be patient. Mm, let's talk about patience. Yeah, because patience is, patience is really old. Yeah. And like patience is a virtue and like that oh, is, it is, that is honestly the, it's true talk. It is. Like, it literally is. And I think it's it gets harder because for us, like, I okay, we have everything. Like, if I'm hungry right now, I really want food to skip the dishes. Like, yep. you know, like, it's like quick, quick, yep. quick, quick. Like, if I wanted something, go on my laptop, two seconds, boom, done. Yep. Right? 100%. Whereas, like, with certain things, it's like, you got to wait. And you're like, why? So, so like, I'll tell you straight up, career-wise. Like, yeah. You... I was really fortunate, as we talked about earlier, I was able to get a role right out of university. Mm-hmm. And something I struggled with is this wasn't the role that I really wanted to be doing. Mm. And it took me two and a half years. I only, I've been recently promoted in the last two or three months. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Right? But it took two and a half years to get to that point. Yeah. And I remember a month into this role being like, I'm so above this. Mm-hmm. I could be doing so much more than this. Yeah. But I had to humble myself and say, okay, there's all learning in this. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to just be patient with it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my student loan. I'm like, I wish I didn't have a student loan. Mm, yeah. But I realized, like, yeah, it's ten dollars here, it's fifteen dollars there. Yeah. Twenty dollars here, and then a few big payments. But yeah. you have to be patient with it. Yeah. And like, when you tell yourself, I can't go to this party tonight, mm-hmm. you have to remember that there's another party you're gonna go to in your life. Yeah. You it's not I mean? the end of the world. Like no, FOMO. It's not. Like yeah. there's always gonna be another one. Exactly. And like, think about it. Like. You go to a party a week later, you forget about it. Yeah, Everyone's exactly. looking t- forward to the next thing. Exactly. Electronics. Yeah. Like, a new iPhone's coming out soon. Just wait on it. Like, when the literally. iPhone 7 came, that was fire. Yeah. <laughs> Got my vibes. Yo, we're on 11 plus max swinging. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally. Like, you have to realize that, like, it's just all patience. And it comes down to patience. Yeah. And, like, career-wise... If I had to give any advice to people, especially those just starting their career, mm-hmm. listen to those who have been in your role and who are progressed in their career. Because they they've lived it. Mm-hmm. Something that I did right off the jump was I tried to impress everyone. I was in my new role. I'm trying to, you know, be fancy-dancy, do my ting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Write nice, long-falutin' emails. <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the end of the- Hi, Stanley. This is Dave. It's my first month of this job. And I must say, I'm so glad to be working with Yeah. And it's like, everyone can see past it. You know? Oh, yeah. Everyone can see through it. Yeah. How are you going to be realistic? How are you going to be true? You have yeah. to learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You're going to make huge mistakes. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah. I can tell you straight up. Yeah. I've made some big, big, big mistakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have made big mistakes. CEO's coming for days. That's what I'm saying. You, say, you know. <laughs> I've made big mistakes that I've had to own up and look at, like, grown people in their face and say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. I felt, yeah. But the only way I was able to grow from that is by doing the, making that mistake. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes we, like, we forget that because we're, like, when you're in university, especially when you have that unit, exactly, you want to act perfect, perfect in yeah. team. I'm going to name Exactly. Yeah. Because in university, you have to 
when you're like, yo, I only have 40 co- courses to go mm-hmm. till I get my degree. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I can just hustle out two quick summer classes. Mm-hmm. Bam. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can just take this like GPA booster. That's Bam. what I did. Yeah. And, right. You can like see a you path. Can con- control. Right? Like you, you have, have some control. sort of control. Yeah. In the working room. <laughs> oh, where? Well, they you tell you, yo, do this project. Yeah, I have two. It's that so. Take three. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you yeah. have a new project. Yeah. Or let's say, for example, someone else comes into your organization who's more skilled than you, and you're like, I thought I was next in line for a promotion. Sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This person has more skill set. This, this person has a more um, developed skill set than you. Yeah. This person is more established than you. Mm-hmm. They have more, uh, their leadership maturities at a different level. Yeah. Than you. They'll find a word. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Their vocabulary is deep. <laughs> <laughs> They're, but no, you know what I mean? Like, for yeah. example, leadership maturity. Hey. What does that even mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, Dave, what is? But then, when your boss looks at you and says, "You, <laughs> they have leadership maturity that you lack." Are you like, oh, yes. Pardon? <laughs> so let me tell you, I skipped advanced OB. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know but all jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. in your career, you're gonna find you're gonna make steps. Yeah. You're gonna make missteps too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll come with time. It's just again being patient, and that's the most that's the crucial piece to it all. Yeah. I think that's so important. Even I'm learning to practice that right now because, like, in my head, I should have been, like, a whole 50 steps ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But I'm like, no, everything happens for a reason. Like, literally, everything happens for a reason. It's like, okay, now you're in this stage of life. Like, Mm -hmm. you've learned what you wanted to learn from here. Now you're in this for a reason. I think, like, the universe, God's like, it's time for you to build patience, girl. 100%. It's literally time for you to build patience. It's above your control, but... 100%. Timing is everything. Yeah. Timing is everything. And you have to build that patience. Just like you said. You yeah. It's a muscle. Yeah. 100% it's a muscle. It literally is. Like, and like, I'll tell myself too, like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, for sure. It's fine. Like, we're working on patience. Two seconds later, my brain's like, why are you not where you're supposed to be? And I'm like, no, everything is happening in perfect timing. Yeah, like, exactly. Literally. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's one other really quick piece of advice is like, yo, when someone tells you something about yourself, you need to listen. <laughs> You like, don't know me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you don't to, know no, me, no, no, Dave. Like, yo, you need to like m- miss that. <laughs> like when someone says, "Yo, Dave, your resume sucks." You're like, no, it doesn't. Like, oh, is that so? Okay, it's good then. <laughs> good luck getting a job. Like, when someone tells you, "Yo, your resume needs improvement." Yeah. Be like, how? Don't say no. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When your coach looks at you in your face and just says, "Yo, Dave, you lack leadership maturity." <laughs> Or when someone looks at you in your face, when someone looks at you in your face and says, you know, Dave, you have a lot of work to do when it comes to your professionalism. What does that mean? What does that mean? You tell me. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Okay, go, no, I don't somewhere else then. Do you know what I mean? Because that, that in itself is huge because someone else is looking at you and assessing your character Mm -hmm. or assessing your skill set or assessing just you in the working world and saying, this is where you can improve. Mm-hmm. Without improvement, you're not going to grow. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? If you're not growing, you're, di- like, you're dying. So one of my old friends, Stetler from Lethbridge, yeah. <laughs> my old friend Stetler told me this once, I'll never forget it. He said, on the farm, if you're not growing, you're shrinking. <laughs> and yo, it's the, it's the like, truest thing. Like if you're it. not growing, you're shrinking. I like it. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah. it's the honest truth. Yeah. If someone has something real to tell you, yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. You're not growing, you're shrinking. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, is, like, you don't have to take it as a personal attack, right? Because I know me in the past, I would have been like, fuck you, you don't know me. <laughs> you yeah. don't know what <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, 
um fair enough thank you for your feedback or like or tell me where mm-hmm. that you see that maybe i can't see that because sometimes like we can't hindsight's 2020 right you yeah. can't really see your own like flops or like you just can't sometimes you just need your feedback you know mm-hmm. so yeah so dave what songs are you currently loving? And then I'm going to ask you some rapid fire. But I don't, but I feel like, first of all, you need to tell the podcast lis- listeners what kind of music you like to listen to. So It's not No Save a Horse. <laughs> Ride a cowboy. <laughs> so, as you know, my mom's side of the family comes from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I've been strongly influenced by my mom's side of the family hey. in my life. Including the Caribbean. Strong Caribbean influence. Hey. Siblings grew up in the Caribbean. Yes. Came here later in life. I've always been strongly influenced by that. He's cultured. <laughs> <laughs> so, soca. Mm-hmm. Like, Grenadian soca. Hey. Dance hall. Yes. That's kind of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My nice Christian music. If it ain't that in that genre or realm, don't talk yeah, to Dave. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Money me a look. <laughs> But like, I like I love my Christian music too. Mm-hmm. I love my Hill song. Mm, I love my you know Hill songs too. You know, I yeah. love my Hill song. Yeah, that's that. Spirit, leave me where my oh god. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I know. Um, god damn. <laughs> oh god. Um, my, you know what's my song right now? Yeah, what's your jam right now? Um, what do you love it? Swing wine, open heaven. Let the rest come. Who's this, who's this by? It's called Good Grace by Hillsong. Oh, you were talking about Hillsong. I was like, what kind of soca music? <laughs> I was like, what kind of soca music yeah, exactly, is that? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you loving? Dude, those are like my tunes right now. Like honestly, it's like that. My dance hall. I love Vibes Cartel. Hey, you know, my yeah. cartels bump in. Mm-hmm. I love my Mavado. Like yes, I love I my love like Mavado. Honestly, I love that. I love my Massacre. Mm-hmm. Massacre is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like Idonia too. Oh yeah, you, you used to. Too. I used to love, love her Idonia. Like... Um, Shensia. Yeah. I love Shensia. I love my spice. Yeah. I love my mainstream dance. I love my popcorn. Hey, you know. Yeah. My soca music. Yeah. My soca's on point. Little Natty and Tonda. Hey. Little Killer. What hey. you want to see? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna ask yeah. you some rapid fire questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, so let's begin. Who do you admire the most? Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you mean? Jesus. <laughs> Yo, like, honestly. Who do you admire? Like, who's someone that you, like, you're like, if you could spend an hour with them, who would that be? Like, Yo, I know this is really random, mm-hmm. but if, honestly, if I could spend an hour with them, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but, like, I just love Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the federal NDP's energy. Like, I know it's... <laughs> Jagmeet Singh's okay, energy. Why? I don't know. I just love his energy. Like, Jagmeet Singh is the real boss. Like, I don't know why. I just love his energy. You just fuck with his energy. Yeah. You vibe with his energy. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. You know what? I can't even. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not judging. What celebrity annoys you the most? Uh... <laughs> Yo. What celebrity annoys me the most? Hey, you're like, oh, I can't stand. Turn the TV off. Um, you know Sean Mendes? What's the girl's oh, name? Oh yeah. What's the girl's name? 
Um, what girl? The girl he's always kissing up. I don't know, y'all. You don't talk about him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I the know girl. Who you're talking yeah, the girl. She's okay. Annoying. Oh, his girl's annoying. Yeah, the okay, girl. okay, okay. The girl, not him. Okay, I thought you meant him. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> What's your least favorite be- beverage? Least favorite beverage? Yeah, that you're like. <laughs> okay, so like where my family comes from, there's this yeah. drink called Mobby. What is yo, it made out of? I, it's like this bark. Like honestly. <laughs> Like, yo, Mobby's disgusting. Like, personally... But why do they drink it? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But it's gross. Oh. But they just, like... Is that... Is it pretty like, common? For it them? is common. It's, like, a popular drink. Oh. But it's kind of like... It's kind of like a... It's almost like iced tea, in a sense. Like, you, like, oh. steep this, like, whatever. And then you, like, season it and, like, sweeten it. Yo, it's oh. gross. Like, it's oh. bitter. Honestly, like, for my Grenadian people listening, <laughs> sorry. I don't like Mobby. You can take the Mobby. I'm good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. And what's your best quality about yourself? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Maturity leadership. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best quality about myself, that's hard. I'm humble. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I think my best, my best quality... Honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I think I'm compassionate. Aww. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree I with so. you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you are. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but, like, all jokes aside, when it comes to terms like like leadership, mater- leadership maturity, <laughs> like, I know I'm saying that a lot, but, like, that or emotional intelligence. Yeah. So These things really matter in the working world. Right? Like, it's it's fun that we laugh and joke and take about it. But at the same time, too, yeah. it matters. Why do they world. matter? When it, well, think about, like, concepts like diversity and inclusion, right? Mm-hmm. It, it matters in our society. And it matters in the working world and in, prof- in a professional capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, develop yourself. Work on your skill set. Mm-hmm. Work on your soft skills. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared of new challenges. Mm-hmm. Something that one of my mentors taught me early on in my career yeah. is... You know what he said? He's like, whenever you have the opportunity to present in front of people, do it. Mm. That's scary. Oh, it is. Like, talking in front of people is, like, the second, like, is... What's, like, like on the fear scale or whatever? Like, talking to people, yeah, and, like, yeah. scares people. It like, does. that's the number two, like... It does. ...thing that people are like, I don't want to do that. Like, but, but put yourself out there, right? Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. Put yourself in a position that's scary for you. Yeah. You have to, like, feel a little vulnerable. Mm. Right? And from that vulnerability, you grow. Keep exactly. You know that song? What song? Um, I'm a dog. When it rains, <laughs> it grows. Hold on. You know that song? Who's I know it's it? on the radio. Uh, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> it's only when it rains, we grow. <laughs> Dave, I'm done. I know that. But, anyways. But, yeah. Any more tips? Any more last tips for the people? Where can they find you? Hi. Dave, hi, it's Dave from HR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, where can you find me? You can find me you... Guys, he just grabbed his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got my phone to look, to look on Google Maps. So where can you find me? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Plug yourself. David, D-A-V-I-D mm-hmm. dot mm-hmm. Ramage, R-A-M-A-G-E. Ramage or Ramage? Ramage. <laughs> <laughs> David dot Ramage underscore, okay? Feel free to find me on Instagram. I'll leave it down below. Slide into his DMs. Tell him you 
heard about him on the podcast and you loved him and Dave is nice. Dave is honestly such a sweetheart. Oh, okay, we're done. I'm joking. (laughs) No, Dave is honestly such a sweetheart and he's literally one of my favorite person. Like I tell Josh all the time, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, Dave kills me. Like literally. Like I could spend all day with him and we would just like laugh. Like we'd literally just laugh all day. We'd have abs from laughing. Yeah, like actually. Yeah, trust me. I have abs, y'all. Yeah. And I've known Dave for such a long time, guys. Like, known Dave since university. Like, we'd show up at his house all the time. He'd feed me. Like, if you feed me, like, it's done. Like, I love you already. Like, you know? But yeah, that is it for this week's podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast episode. I've had a lot of fun just sitting down, chit-chatting with Dave. It's been such a blast. Hey. And his first podcast episode. Hey. What do you have to tell the people before we leave? Money me a look. Hey, me a look. It's actually a song. Like, if you, It's a song. In case you're like, why do they keep saying that? <laughs> you'll pay your student loan. That's what I gotta tell everyone. You'll get there. And you'll get there. You will. You seriously will. Um, yeah. So, take all the tips that Dave has, like, dropped in this podcast episode and put them to use. And, yeah, that is it for this week's podcast episode. And I'll see you guys um, in next week's episode. Bye!